If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I'd see him sitting on that couch all day long, just staring at that Hollywood hogwash. Our favorite show was Hollywood Hogwash. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Hollywood Hogwash. I'm Andrew Pisano, along with Aaron Rosa, and is that... Wait... Who's that? Who are you? Who's that guy over there? Who's that guy? It's me. Is that Josh? Josh Reese? Yeah, I'm back. Hey, Quiet. Josh. Hey, uh, Josh. Uh-huh. Where the hell have you been? I have been avoiding horror movies like it is a plague. A horror movies? Plague? Yeah. But there are whores in Total Recall. It was very scary at times. And as you saw in today's movie, I did have to close my eyes at a few points. Yeah, he really fucking did. That's not a joke. Krang was like way too much for me. I was. There's like, no I can't Krang. His name's Quado, you idiot. Quado Krang. Krang. Whatever. Okay. This isn't Loki, bitch. Okay, look. Ah, before so we get close. into all this, I need to address something. Uh, yeah. This last week we did a Patreon episode of Loki, mm-hmm. and we had Eric Slamilton Hamilton step in. Sure, yeah. Because sure. no one else was available. Uh-huh. And I've got to say, Josh. He didn't burp in my face. He didn't show up in a wife beater. He knows how to spell xylophone. No, he doesn't. It was fantastic. Does he really know how to spell xylophone? Josh, you need to step your game up, buddy. No. No, he didn't squat. No. He didn't squat. You've known me long enough now. This is the Josh you get every single day. He didn't say motherfucker 57 times. I've only said motherfucker five or six times today. And only twice to my girlfriend. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's smart. It's a good strategy. Yeah. That's a, that's, step that's, your game up, buddy. Oh, my God. But, yeah, we did a few horror movies, and uh, Josh was too scared. Way he, too scared. He shit his pants just at the thought of watching these movies. Andrew even, would send me the trailer every week, and I'd be like, nope. I'm even, Army, even Army of Darkness, which was an adventure Fuck, yeah. movie, a yeah. comedy. No. I mean, like, skelet- no. like, just skeletons scare you. No. Like, the yeah. skeleton I had outside of my house... I told you, I That's, saw that one day and I drove away. I was like, no. Yeah. Yeah, too much. Good too God. Much. Well, yeah, we um, we decided to do a classic Arnold Schwarzenegger film. And, like, really, we haven't done enough Arnold movies on this podcast. We haven't. You know, shame on us. I know we've yeah. done we've done Jingle All the Way. Was that the only Arnold movie we've done so oh, fuck, far? That was the God. name. <laughs> okay. There yeah. you go. Well, that actually makes me excited that we haven't done. I know that we haven't already done them. They're all. I mean, in front think of about us. that. We've got both Terminator movies, like Commando, Predator. 
Eraser. True, uh, maybe. I mean, Eraser is not one of the better ones. That's but a good one. True Lies. True Lies. Wait, 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 dude. wait, wait. So y'all guys are telling me this is the month of Arnold? Uh, I don't know about that. I, I don't know about, like, just doing Arnold movies for a whole month. But, you know, you got to spread them out a little bit. Uh, you could go pretty far. There's a lot of Arnold movies. It's true. you got to savor it, Josh. But, savor yeah, you gotta, you got to spread it out a little bit, you know? See what the fans want. Uh, but, yeah, we decided to do Total Recall. Just looking at... Josh sent me a list of, like, the top 10 rated Arnold movies just as an idea. And I saw Total Recall there, and I was like, man, it's been a while. Dude, we It's have... been, like, two or three weeks since I've watched Total Recall. Uh, no, that was a joke, but uh, I have seen the movie a lot, and uh, yeah, I love this movie. We've got chicks with three tits. We have yes. little people with machine guns. We've got people trying to make money for their five children. I mean, but it's not got really. everything. <laughs> yes, it does. It's like every... I'm starting to think, like, this, this really is one of my favorite movies, like, ever. Like, every scene is great. Every single scene is a great scene in this movie, even if it is ridiculous. But, I mean, it's supposed to be ridiculous. It's the whole point of the movie. We were talking about this earlier. This was right in the middle of Arnold's just white, hot, successful run. Yeah. And this, you could make the argument this is his best movie. Right. It was right at his peak. I uh, first saw this in high school. Again, me and my friends would, you know, we like to watch, uh, we love Arnold movies. And mm -hmm. I mean, this one, you're just laughing the whole time because of how insane it is and and comedic it is. Um, sure. But no, it was, uh, we, I saw this in high school. And then a couple years ago, we had a graduation party for one of our friends. And it was at like, you know, his, his, his parents' old house. And then, like, we're, we're just, like, hanging out. We're surfing through channels, and Total Recall comes on. So we start watching it. And uh, or I guess we chose it from, like, a streaming service. And then the woman with the three tits is there. <laughs> and, like, one of our friend's mother, you know, like, our uh, one of our, uh, my friend's mother's friend walks in the room, and she's like, what are you guys watching? And I'm like, I promise it's not porn. <laughs> so uh, that was a fun little memory. Is this one of the rare movies where there's a triple cross and Arnold triple crosses himself? He double crosses himself originally, and then at the end, he crosses himself again. I don't know about that. There's definitely some twists and turns. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Uh, but anyways, we're going to review it uh, in full detail later in the show. Uh, but also, we're also doing uh, season two of Loki on the uh, Hollywood Hogwash Patreon uh, two wow, episodes wow, wow. left to watch, and you know that episode four sure uh, ended with a cliffhanger. Oh boy, it's really good. Are you caught up, Josh? Yes. Did you watch episode five already? I really wanted to, but I'm trying to pace myself. All right, yeah, I haven't watched it yet either. But me neither. I mean, gonna... like as soon as as soon as I finished episode four, I was like, I I kind of need to know what's happening in episode five. Right, same here. Yeah, <laughs> I really want to watch it. It's just a blank screen for <laughs> for 50 minutes. I'll probably Maybe. try and watch it tomorrow, I think. <laughs> yeah, so go to patreon.com slash Hollywood Hogwash and watch Loki with us. Oh, we're also working towards a bracket. Brackets are in the works. Yes, yes, they are. We got Invincible that is starting up. Yes. Um, and then uh, something else that's coming out in January that we're going to talk about in a few minutes. Ooh. But all right, let's get to it. Let's get to the news and rumors, a.k.a. the Hollywood hogwash. 
So Variety reports, uh, Marvel Studios oh, man. have had talks to bring back the original gang for an Avengers movie. Oh, boy. That means bringing back Robert De Niro as Iron Man. Chris Evans is Captain America. Robert De Niro is Iron Man. I would love to see that. That's Robert an Downey am- Jr. That's an amazing variant. God damn it. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> as Iron Man. Christopher Reeves is Captain. God damn it. Oh, I don't Chris think Evans can. is Captain America, and then uh, Jenna Jameson is Black Widow. Yeah, fantastic. Isn't Christopher Reeves a scroll? <laughs> He's a scroll, right? Uh, he might be. Uh, so Scarlett Johansson is so like yeah. Marvel has no idea what people want, right? No, 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 no. Clearly not. Jesus Christ! They, I mean, well, look, you can bring them back. Okay, let's let's forget about the fact that you would ruin what happened in Infinity War and Endgame. Did it mean forget nothing? all that? Fine, it forget all that. But like, just because you bring that back doesn't mean that the movie's going to be good. If you have the same fucking writers right. that have been writing the last few movies and the same directors making the last few shitty movies and series, it's not going to be good. Right. Right. But devil's advocate, at least they're recognizing this isn't working and we right. need to do something different. So let's bring back the original crew. No, you finish that story. Just tell a better story. Tell a new, better story. Just do the comics. That's it. Just I mean, do the comics. They are doing the comics. Very poorly. Well, yeah. As we mentioned during Secret Invasion, they told the writer not to watch the comics or not to read the comics. Right, because it was going to be nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Course. So, I mean, like, it's, I, I just don't understand. Yeah. One of the quotes that I saw in the variety story was like, Marley is, Mar- Marley, Marvel is truly fucked up with a whole Kang angle. Says one top deal maker who's seen the final Loki episode. So, oh no! <laughs> yes. Well, that's not good. That makes me worried for Loki. Yes. Ah shit. So like it's it just ah, there's so much I I don't understand what Marvel's doing. You know it's funny like um I've talked I've mentioned this before, but uh, you know we've been doing a wrestling podcast for nine years now. And we constantly make fun of the dirt sheets that report on wrestling. And sometimes they're right. Most of the time, they're horribly wrong. They don't know what the fuck they're talking about. This also exists with, like, Marvel. There are dirt sheet reporters on Twitter that claim they have insider information. And they have so many fans. Or they have so many followers Mm -hmm. that follow them. Some, Some Twitter account reported that Robert Downey Jr. has already agreed to come back. But uh, I'm sorry. You fucking mark! Yeah. There's an actor strike going on right now. Right. You can't agree to anything. Yep. Just within this week, I saw different Twitter accounts that said, uh, the Scarlet Witch is dead in this universe. Yeah. And then they're like, no. Another Twitter account was like, no, the Scarlet Witch is still alive. Sure. Like, it just, uh, uh, nobody knows so, what's I mean, going on. Yeah, could, uh, could Robert Downey Jr. come back? Absolutely he could. That doesn't mean that this... Fucking Twitter account is correct, though. There's an actor strike going on. You can't sign any contracts right now. That's that's what, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so no, he has not agreed to come back. Yeah, I, I just... I don't know that he would, because I really feel like he... I feel like Robert Downey Jr. knows, like... You know, I, I he sacrificed himself in Endgame. If he comes back after that, it, it makes that all for... not. You know what I mean? It hurts that story. Right. He finished. And don't get me wrong. I'd be the first one to be like, oh, my God, he's back. You know, I'd be excited for it. But I just don't know that he would do that. I could see Chris Evans doing it because 
Chris Evans doesn't really have a career outside of Captain America. Yeah. What else have you seen him in? Nothing. Like, really nothing. No. Like, a couple of small roles, but that's it. And Scarlett Johansson, really, I mean, she's... she. Ha- we haven't really seen her in much since uh, the Black Widow movie. I just... I think this story, this variety story, has come out in advance of the Marvels movie because they know how bad this Marvels movie is oh, going to be. Oh, we could talk about that, too. Um, Let's get into I that. I think we should. You have it there? Read it. I, well, I've I've got a few things. Yeah, go no, ahead. but I mean the Mar- but they just brought up the Miss Marvel thing, right? Yeah, it has like the worst pre-sales, like worse than the Flash. It's yeah, it's currently tracking with the pre-sales behind Black Adam and the Flash, which both did not do well. No, right. So this is tracking it's be behind a huge, those. huge flop. They keep yes. on putting out these trailers like get hyped for Miss Marvel. Yeah. Here's two minutes and like. No, you've done a great job of telling me not to watch this. They're movie. putting more of the movie out. It's like you're just hurting yourself even more. Right. There was one scene that like Josh tweeted, he replied to the tweet, and then I watched the scene. I was like, that was supposed to be a comedy scene. Right. And it wasn't funny at all. Yeah. So apparently during Monday Night Football uh today, that they're gonna have the final trailer during the Jets game, some at halftime. Oh, More gosh. footage, like two minutes. So that could be a <laughs> shitty game and with shitty commercials. <laughs> yes, it's not gonna help. So like, I don't know what cut they're going to use, but I doubt it's going to be any better than the, anything else. They're I've gonna seen. have to like CGI like Spider Man in there. Like, <laughs> hey, just throw Spider Man in there. Just show him swinging around, and then people will go. That's right. You know. Uh, Variety also reports that Marvel has has discussed moving focus away from Jonathan Majors as Kang due to his recent allegations. One plan they're looking at is pivoting to Doctor Doom. Mm -hmm. I'd be all for that. Said they need to, but I'm I'm afraid of how Marvel can do anything at the moment. So we'll see (laughs) what happens at the end of Loki. I imagine the end of Loki though is like they're all coming. You know what I mean? Which, to be honest, I thought that was what you know, the open of season two was going to be, but we'll see. Wasn't Dr. Doom supposed to be Howard Stern? No, no. Uh, I mean, there that was, he was weird. Doctor. Yeah. He wasn't going to be Dr. Doom, but like there was this weird thing like a year ago right. where during a commercial break, his mic got hot and he, and he was like telling Gary Delabate right. that he was doing the Dr. Doom movie, but the schedule, it feels like the whole thing was a, like a weird setup. But just, just to keep the Marvel what buzz the fuck out would there? Howard Stern do? He would just be himself in the movie. Was He's, he going to be interviewing Doctor Doom? Yeah, interviewing Doctor yeah. Doom. That was such a weird thing. Uh, uh, Variety. Strange. They came. I mean, this whole all of these stories were broken by Variety, but um, Variety also said that uh, Mahershala Ali considered leaving Blade due to script issues. Uh, apparently, in one of the script versions, Blade was reportedly relegated to the fourth lead of the movie, <laughs> meaning like you know they probably throwing in some other Avengers in there just to be like, hey, look. And that's and that's not even the worst part. So in the, the Blade movie, it, he was going to be the the uh, backup character. Yeah, pretty much. He, he was relegated to the fourth lead, and what's worse is it said the story at one point reportedly morphed into a narrative led by women and filled with life lessons. Oh, dear God. Jesus. That, that's, oh, dear that God. That sounds like an amazing Blade movie. Yeah. Wow. An amazing Blade movie. You know, a movie about movie. killing vampires. Right. Wow. What's the life lesson? 
<laughs> at least Kevin Feige finally stepped in and said enough of the horse shit. We tried to go woke. We're going broke. And now we got to, you know what I mean? Like, right. Um, they said since the Kevin Feige has hired Logan writer Michael Green yes. to work on a new script. And the film will move forward with a budget of less than $100 million. Very nice. Very like to nice. see a little more budget for Mahershala Ali playing Blade. but Still, if you do it right, you can yeah. make a good movie sure. with $100 million. Yeah. Sure. And a yeah. Logan writer. I mean, uh, I'll take that. Yes. Yeah. The lo- of course. Also, Variety reported uh, that She-Hulk's budget for the first season was $225. dollars <laughs> No, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. $225 million. If you said 100000 I still might have laughed. Yeah. Where did the money go? Did Mark Ruffalo, was he paid $224 million? Yep. Right. I mean, really, when you watch this show, does it feel like it cost $225 million or no. $225? Right. Jesus. Well, it's just, it's crazy because you just said that the Blade movie is going to have a budget of less than yeah. $100 million, And yet that joke fest that you just talked about had a budget of almost $300 million. Right. It's just, but again, that's, that's because crazy. That's because Marvel and Disney—they're scared now because they're losing so much. They're going to lose so much money on the Marvels, right? You know, like they—they're just—they're losing money on these films. So now they now they have to have a lower budget. Well, there's just like at some which means like really you can make a more grounded film. You know, it's not like you need Blade to be saving the world. Not every superhero movie needs to be them saving the world. But sometimes. You don't have to release these movies. Just eat it. Like, like Batgirl. Yes. Yeah. You know, I actually kind of wanted to see that movie because it had Michael Keaton in it. Right. And also Brendan Fraser. But like, you know, DC was like, apparently it was a terrible movie. So like, we're just going to eat it. We don't need this bad press. Yeah. Could you imagine the trailers for that? You know, what's really interesting is I remember reading this article like, I don't know, six or seven years ago or something. And it was during the boom of the Marvel movies just all hitting one after the other. And it was saying, you know, every one of these movies, 200 million, 250 million for these budgets, if they flop on just one or two of these, Mm -hmm. that's going to turn the studio around real fucking fast. And it could go really south really fast. Very quickly. It is. It is. And they're seeing that now. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Uh, there's also another hot rumor that the two leads, we talked about this on the Loki podcast, but hot rumor that the two leads for Avengers Secret Wars will be Tobey Maguire and Hugh Jackman. Mm-hmm. Hugh Jackman's not doing anything else but the Deadpool 3. Why? I, I, I don't believe that. Why, Josh? Why would he? Because he's refused. Why is two movies were like. He's refused to do anything for so long until Ryan Reynolds dragged him into it. I have a hard time believing he's going to do something else. I mean, afterwards. don't talk like you know Hugh Jackman. I, I just that's have a, a weird thing. I have a hard. Although uh, I did that with Robert Downey Jr. Sources, but still, sources. Um, so, so close is, to Josh. So is this movie just going to turn into multiverse of madness, where there's just a million rumors flying around about who all is going to be in it? I mean, yeah, probably for sure. But this is like the Kang Dynasty one, as of right now, is the one that is scheduled to be first. Then Secret Wars. I think Secret Wars is like currently slated for 2026. Not if they kill off Kang. <laughs> right. right. They could, that's true. They could If they kill off Kang, maybe they swap it, and then it's Secret Wars first. And there then we go. Maybe Doctor Doom. The season finale of, of Loki, Doctor Doom comes in and just murders Kang, and then bam, we're Kang. off to the races. Yeah, it's just that easy. <laughs> 
Yeah. Is there any other Marvel stuff? Because uh, I'd like to uh, talk about that first before we move on. I th- I mean, we're going to do the Echo trailer in a minute here, but... I think I've got everything. Uh, the only other thing I, I thought that was interesting was like uh, during, I guess, the halfway point of the Marvel's movie, the director quits. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. So I was like, you know, yeah. there's some bad signs. You probably should, you know, you should evaluate things at that point. And yeah. apparently had a lot of reshoots and stuff like that. Just right. like every yeah, that's Marvel right. Movie. During the middle of post, she just took off, and people were commenting. That's a little weird for yeah, a, just a, just a 250 million movie to just bail in the middle of post. Absolutely. All right, should we watch this Echo trailer? Yeah. Yes, please. I'm, I'm hyped. So here's the thing. Like, I remember like months ago, like Josh said on the podcast, he found some article that said Echo right. is reportedly going to be worse than She-Hulk. And losing an episode. And it did lose an episode. So that's true. Right. Because it's only going to be five episodes. Mm-hmm. But I watched this trailer. Aaron watched this trailer. Mm-hmm. And holy shit. It looks awesome, and Josh hasn't seen the trailer yet. No. So he's about to see just how awesome this shit is. And we haven't even done like a, a, you know, like we haven't watched a trailer on the show in a while, but this was worth it, man. Well, I'm excited because I remember Echo from uh, Hawkeye. From Hawkeye. And I wasn't wasn't very impressed. No. Uh, This gives me hope, though. Okay. Maya. Oh. I see everything that you are. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have a Hawaiian shirt. No, he does not. I always have. Oh shit. That's the kingpin. Oh, oh shit. Jesus. Fuck him up. Jesus. Yeah. Wait. That's the man we fucking knew. This is Disney. That's Vincent D'Onofrio's kingpin. Don't be afraid. Either the best cut trailer from a shitty show in history. How can this this, be bad? Or this show is going to be really good. How can it be bad? It can't. That's Netflix. How could it be? That's the Netflix. That's what I said. That is is Netflix. It's fucking Daredevil. 
These are that's that is just like the Netflix Marvel shows. I am so excited. I know. What Wilson Fisk is back. He took off the Hawaiian shirt. Off the Hawaiian he shirt. put on the white suit in that opening scene where he just sees her getting made fun of and like and Vincent D'Onofrio is such an amazing actor, but you see his face, he wants to cry. But he's also like, he's walking to the guy wanting to cry, but also like, I'm about to murder this motherfucker. Yes. Right? And you're like, oh my God. Wow. I I, I had no idea what I was going to yeah. see. I know. And I am blown away. Echo is like a CD care, a CD list type character yes. in the Marvel I was, Universe. I was not, when I first saw that pop up on my YouTube feed, I was like, all right, I guess right. I'll watch I was, it. I, was, I literally was like, here we go. I was not prepared at all. No. Wow. Wow. Yes. And like it's Kingpin with the eye patch because she shot him in the eye uh, at the end of Hawkeye. Fucking brilliant. Uh, oh, I, I don't know how we got here. Who's but, the monster? But I mean, like, oh, that gives me hope for Marvel. Oh, my God. I don't, it gives I'm, me hope for Daredevil. They yes. showed Daredevil's in the trailer and his fucking costume wasn't um, ketchup and mustard like on She-Hulk. It was the red costume from the Netflix show. I'm really curious to see they what, might they, have learned their lessons. what they do with her. Because in the comics, she's basically Taskmaster, where she can just copy everybody's moves. Mm. But they've said that's not going to be what she is in this. Yeah. So I'm curious where this is going. All five episodes will stream on January 10th on Disney Plus and Hulu. All so five? They're all going to be available at once. What? That's that's weird. Um, uh, but you better believe we're reviewing this show and we'll do it week to week, you know. That is Netflix style, though. You better believe it. Is it is Netflix and style, too. Interesting. Yeah. And what, what I really like is they're creating a separate umbrella for some of these. They're creating Marvel Spotlight, which this is going to be the first show of. It's going to be more like a gritty Daredevil type okay. ground, yes. ground level stuff, which is what they need. Thank I could God. Get into you that. need to have... Daredevil and Punisher stories and not just everything is Thanos. I mean, that's that's what happened. Like, after Endgame, they just decided to do this huge pivot. It's like you guys were breaking records with everything. And then let's just do this huge pivot where it's just, you know, like, it's all this PC garbage. And instead, yes. look, you have a show. It's a woman lead and it looks fucking awesome. She looks amazing. Yes. And like so, we talked about during, a, um, during Ahsoka, you know, you had... A lot of women leads there too, and yeah. we didn't care. It was cool at times. And they this, didn't beat us over the head. And no. this, yes, this is what Hollywood doesn't understand. You can give us an awesome, badass female character that we legit want to watch, and you don't have to slap us in the face with girl power. With girl power and yeah. how strong she is. Just right. make it organic. Make her look strong, and we'll be like, oh wow, that's fucking cool. Because yes. it, it's also a disservice. To the woman playing that character when they go, see, see, she could do it. Like, oh, yeah, you could do it. It's like if you made a baby an action hero. See, babies can be action heroes. Well, you're just shitting on women at that point. Like, of course they can. Like, you never saw Kill Bill. You never saw Terminator 2. Like, there's been plenty of these yeah. movies. So, wow. yeah, that's. I, I'm, I'm super hopeful now. I feel oh really God. good. Oh, yeah. I can't wait. I feel really good. Yeah. I can't wait to watch that. That's January, you said? January can, 10th. Can they oh. give us that instead Kingpin of the Kingpin is marbles? back. Like, the Kingpin. Yes. Fuck. Yes. Oh, my God. No Who's the monster? No more Hawaiian I'm so shirts. glad we spent so much time on this this week. I know. Like, I, that's that's one of the most excited things. I got, I've got to start right working now. on my Kingpin impression. It, yeah. That's what was that line when Rush. he's beating up... Uh, 
when he's beating up. Uh, and I'll spend more than three dollars. And I'll spend more than three dollars on postage or whatever it was. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, like, that was so fucking good. Uh, still goosebumps. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, I wanted to show you guys one more trailer. Uh, I don't know if you've seen this, Josh, but I've not seen this. Uh, Japan came out with a new Godzilla movie called Godzilla Minus One, and I as a no is, Godzillas. No, shut up. Okay, it's like a reboot. It's starting off from the beginning, <laughs> and I saw the uh, first trailer, and they didn't really show too much, but this one looks awesome. Fucking shit up, man. Here it comes. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, oh shit. Oh, my God. Wow. Godzilla. Godzilla minus one. Atomic. Oh, oh yeah. wow. Okay, so my, my takeaway from this is it's the Americans that have been fucking up Godzilla? Uh, yes. Okay, got it. So what I wow. like about this is it looks like a they've never seen Godzilla before movie. Right. Instead of like he's been showing up for decades. Yeah. I mean, look, you know, they, they did the... Uh, I mean, they're still going with the Godzilla monster universe with Godzilla and King Kong. Mm -hmm. uh, there's even a show on Apple Plus coming out and they showed John Goodman's like in at least one scene because yeah. he was in Skull Island. Right. Uh, so it looks interesting, but like, you know, I, I love Skull Island. Skull Island is like probably my favorite monster movie like ever. Huh. It was so surprising with how good it was. Yes. And then they made the Godzilla with Brian Cranston, but he was barely in it. And right. like the characters sucked in that movie. I yeah. haven't enjoyed very, any of the Godzilla no. movies, to be honest. Like the but story, this one looks cool. The story and the characters of those God, those Godzilla movies were really bad. Then they made Godzilla versus King Kong, and it was just fucking corny. Like yeah. seeing them fight was cool, but overall the movie was really fucking dumb. This looks fucking great. Yeah, it, does. it looks serious. I mean, the shots are amazing. Like, the realistic shots of you just look out your window into the city and you can't even see all of him because he's so fucking tall. Right. Mm -hmm. That was... 
It looks brilliant. Uh, him and riding the subway car, that was cool. Yeah. I love that shot of him like swimming under the water, but you could still see him like, yeah. looking so ominous. December 1st. It's not even... It's oh, like, wow. It's right around the corner. It's like, it's here. It's here. Damn. Interesting. Yeah. I can't wait to see that movie. It looks fucking awesome. Nice. Yeah. Uh, the last thing I have... I saw you had this on your phone, too. Yeah. The Hollywood Reporter... Uh, had this exclusive B-movie icon Charles Band is making a film parody called Barbenheimer. He's <laughs> taking advantage <laughs> of, you know, what happened a few months ago. Uh, the film will be about a scientist doll called Dr. Bambi J. Barbenheimer <laughs> living in the doll town Dolltopia, and she's bothered by how humans treat the dolls. So she goes on a mission to explode the real world with a giant nuclear bomb. <laughs> So this is going to be Sharknado, basically. Absolutely. That's yeah. funny. The, yeah. I see the tagline is called D-Cup A-Bomb. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, man. How fucking ridiculous. I, I That's hope, interesting. I hope it'll be fun. I'm sure it'll be fun. I mean, I'm, really, I'm willing to watch the trailer, and then I'll decide after whether or not it's worth watching. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, anything else? Uh, the only thing I got, uh, just because we did mention uh, The Boys Season 4 was coming soon. Did we mention The Boys? No, we were talking about Invincibles. Uh, the Boys Season it's 4 invincible. is coming invincible. soon. And apparently it's going to take place a couple days after the events of the Gen V finale. So we really just have to watch Gen V. Yeah, I, think I mean, they've made it like Marvel now where we have to watch that. everything. Which is fine because I've heard a lot of good things about Gen V. Eric Hamilton says it's really good. So, yeah, so I think that's something we're going to have to catch up on. I guess so. I need to get caught all the way up on the boys still. I used to haven't even finished. Uh, 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 oh, uh, where are you at? I'm working uh, season two. Okay. Oh, wow. I'm, I'm well, about a, to start season two. You got a little bit loaded. Okay. Yeah. Anything else? Did you ever finish Andor? No. Ah, oh, Aaron, so behind. Got so a kid, behind. man. Anything else? I'm good. I just had a couple of quick little things. Um, there's going to be an It prequel series called welcome to dairy oh josh coming out in 2025 i look forward to y'all watching that next year in october just for josh and (laughs) and it's a series so you can watch horror every week josh aren't you excited uh no uh no all right all right and then just one other little thing uh alan ruck from josh from from your show succession that's right and ferris bueller yeah ferris bueller's best friend that's 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 where i'm going with this he reportedly crashed his (laughs) truck into a pizza shop which is really funny because in ferris bueller he crashes his dad's car (laughs) so as soon as i saw that headline i was like oh that's so poetic yeah well you know connor roy that was his character connor roy doesn't care he can just pay it off uh remember he was in speed he was in speed. He was speed. one of the bus passengers. Oh, oh yeah. that's right. Yeah. The airport. Yeah, so uh, we've I've already been to the airport. <laughs> it's like I that forgot was like about big line that. that yeah. movie. Wow, should we be watching speed soon? I think so. I mean, I'd be fine with doing a speed review. Yeah, I, think I mean, Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves has got a lot of great movies. There's a lot of good yeah. movies out there we haven't done yet. Hmm. Which one of you hasn't seen The Replacements? It's uh, you, right? The football movie? Yeah. You haven't seen it, Aaron? Uh, yeah, I've seen it. You've okay. seen it? It's been a long time. Maybe Joe. There was someone I knew that hasn't seen it. Maybe Joe? Joe? Joe's definitely seen The Replacements. It was probably like 20 years ago, but I saw it. Yeah, it's really good. I watch it probably once a year. Yeah. There's so many movies. And you know, December's coming up, so we need like four Christmas movies to do for December. 
And it will not be It's a Wonderful Life. It's a Wonderful Life. We're not going to do It's a Wonderful Life, It's one of the best movies of all time. And you guys did Die Hard last year, right? We did. Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm sure we can find some good ones. Christmas Vacation, for sure. Oh, my God. For sure. I've never watched that with you. Yeah. (laughs) Because it's like your favorite Christmas movie and my favorite Christmas movie. Right. And I'm just like, I'm I'm mad about it. Have you seen it? I've seen it. Uh, you just don't time. understand comedy. Maybe. All right, so uh, <laughs> let's do the uh, Total Recall review. Oh, God. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Dude. At his finest. Dude. This uh, the, the credit Arnold. scroll, it was like your classic 80s credits to open the movie. But, like, the credits are on, like, the lower thirds of the screen because they had this, like, weird effect of them dropping down. It was just kind of distracting, but not really important. We open with Arnold or Quaid, Douglas Quaid, on Mars. And he's with a woman, but he falls, cracks his helmet open, and he starts suffocating to death, something we see a lot in this movie. Foreshadowing. Where uh, I guess that's just what they thought it would look like if you took your helmet off on Mars. Yeah. But uh, they've said that, you know, this is a not... A lot of really extended scenes or whatever. Your, yeah, your eyes bulge, and uh, apparently that's not what would happen. I think your head would just freeze, right? I think you just suffocate. I think you're instantly right because they've made other movies where people go to space. They take off their helmets and they're they just like their head freezes. They're they're like dead immediately. That's in space. I thought the pressure would like make all your like blood vessels explode and everything. And you just blow up. I don't know. I don't know. I hope so. (laughs) I hope so. (laughs) Instantly. Right. I don't need to have all that torture. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So uh, Arnold or Douglas Quaid wakes up. It was just a bad dream. And, uh, you know, of course, his wife, Sharon Stone. Who I mean couldn't be hotter. I mean, for God's sake! In this movie. I think I, you know it's funny. I think she's hotter in this than Basic Instinct. Oh, she never looked better in her yeah. life than this movie. It's peak Sharon Stone for sure. Yeah. So you know he wakes up and she's like, "Was it about Mars?" So he's been having lots of nightmares or dreams about Mars, and she's also jealous of the brunette. In Quaid's dreams. Like, that was stupid to tell your wife. Because that's what husbands do. They tell their wives about the woman that never. they were dreaming about. Yeah. You oh, would I've, never say I've that. been fucking this other woman in my dreams. What? Oh. <laughs> okay, that's good to know. All right. <laughs> yeah, don't do that, Josh. Yeah. Uh, and then he goes, uh, I mean, there's so many, like, classic Arnold lines from this movie that I'm just going to be quoting throughout. But when he's like, <laughs> come on, baby, you know that you get the girl in my dreams? You know, if... if I would never fuck anyone else, especially not, like, our fat, (laughs) ugly maid that looks like me. So there's Arnold soundboards out there that have a bunch of lines. I wonder of those that have been made, like, what percentage is just Total Recall quotes? There's so many. It's got to be, like, at least half. So the Arnold prank calls, like, the most famous ones... It's all from this movie, for the most part. Right, yeah. Like, half of the buttons that you, you know, who are you? Yeah. You know, like, it's yeah, from yeah. this. And <laughs> a lot of kindergarten cop, too, as well, because the, who is your daddy? Oh, yeah, And what yeah. does he do? Yeah. What? <laughs> who is your daddy? What are you talking about? That's right. Who are you? Who are you? I'm Detective John Kimball. I'm a cop, you idiot. Oh, my God, I forgot about all that. Yeah, so... uh they start to fuck, but we don't get to see, unfortunately. No. Boo. It's the 80s. It's an R-rated movie. I know. Come on, man. Apparently... It's a um, Paul Verhaven movie. Uh, yeah, apparently uh, he wanted Sharon Stone to, to, to show her boobs, and she wouldn't do it. Mm. But then it, the same director made Basic Instinct with her, 
And she showed a whole lot more. I'm glad you touched she, on he that. He finally talked her into it. Paul Verhaven, after seeing her in this movie, he yeah. was like watching her flip from like sweet and docile to fucking murderer. Yeah. That's what made him want to cast her in Basic Instinct. Yeah, and then he also was quoted as like, you know, yeah, she wouldn't show any uh, nudity in this movie, but I got her back in Basic Instinct. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like, all right. Uh, yeah. Uh, so then Arnold, or sorry, Quaid, watches the war on Mars on his television <laughs> while he makes a protein shake. It's just so funny. Like, after seeing, like, all that murder and mayhem on Mars, he's like, hey, I think we should go to Mars. Yeah. Nice vacation. Like, one soldier sees a camera, he's like, get that camera out of my fucking face. <laughs> just like, murdering what, people? This, this movie does such a great job with the F word. Oh, like, yeah. anytime they say fuck, it's hilarious. Yes. Because it's just like, get that fucking camera out of my face. It's this so is just good. on the news, just the local news. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Quaid tells his wife, let's do it. Do what? Move to Mars. Again, like Josh said, this is right after he just saw a bunch of people getting shot to it, death. It right. looks like Afghanistan there. Yeah, and he's like, hey, let's, let, let's move to Mars. Why right. do you want to go there? How many times have you told your, your wife, Aaron, you know what? Afghanistan. I think it's going to be a great summer vacation. Let's do it. Let's hey, go, let's, let's move to uh, Israel. Let's go to the Gaza Strip. That'll be a the great Gaza time. The Gaza Strip. That's going to be a great God. time. Uh, so instead, Sharon Stone uh, suggests they go to Saturn or like a space cruise instead. And it was like, oh, I guess that's that's a possibility. Right. Maybe Saturn's uh, more peaceful. I don't know. Uh, yeah. But Quake tells her he wants more out of life. And it's like, you're fucking Sharon Stone. Do you really need any more? Yeah. <laughs> what else do you need, dude? Fair point. Just do your eight hours a day and then go home and fuck Sharon Stone. Exactly. That's all you need to do. Just go drill into the ground, whatever and the fuck you do. Then drill back then, at home. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's from his uh, bot, like his bodybuilder documentaries. Like I'm coming at the gym, I'm coming backstage, and I'm coming at night when I have sex with a woman. So I'm coming day and night. Jesus that's Christ! Uh, so our, uh, Quaid heads to work, and he sees an ad for a Recall, where you could buy a memory of a lifetime. Recall, recall, recall. Butterfly, butterfly. And then Quaid's coworker warns him uh, not to do Recall because he knows someone who. Almost had to get lobotomized, but Quaid still goes to recall anyway. What I really liked, though, was after he's, like, trying to steer him away from it, and yeah. Arnold's like, oh, shit, okay, never mind. The dude, like, goes back to his work, and then he throws him another look, like, got my eye on you. Yeah. Wait, okay, so I'm starting to have some realizations now. Okay. Which is sometimes that, dangerous. That's not a good idea. All right, yeah. so we know, what, we know what happens at the end, right? That it's a it's a triple cross where Arnold was supposed to do this all along, but like how he was doing all this menial mundane stuff. How was he ever supposed to get there in the beginning? Was his memory just slowly coming back? Well, should we talk? I feel like we should wait to discuss whether it was all a dream or not. Yeah, we're kind of jumping okay. ahead, all right? right? Okay. Yes, that's um, it. after we're done with the review. But discussion. you could, you could and that scene that that scene where he gives him that glance right. is like. Oh, he's obviously concerned. Like, it could, it could, you could take it two ways. Like, you know, like, I know who you really are, bitch. Or, like, he's genuinely concerned that his friend is going to go to recall and get lobotomized. You know yeah, what I mean? Sure. Mm -hmm. But we'll talk about that later. Um, he goes to recall anyway, and there's a secretary there. She could just change her nail color with a magic pen just to show you that this is the future. It's supposed to take place in 2084. 61 years away. 
Did we you might really li- just do the math that fast? I already typed it up. Oh, okay. <laughs> we might that. live that long. I, I might got another 61 years in me, maybe. No. Question mark? Not no, like six years. <laughs> Don't yeah. fuck yourself. 60. I'm aiming for 60. I'm going to make it to 2080. You'll make 30. it to 60 years old. And then uh, the recall salesman tells Quaid it will feel just as real as a, va- as a real vacation. Come on. Don't bullshit me. And the salesman gives Quaid options to go as a millionaire, an athlete, and he chooses secret agent. And then the salesman spoils the rest of the movie. He yes. tells Quaid, at the end, you get the girl, you kill the bad guy, and you save the planet. Ah, oh, doesn't that sound great? And it does. It does. It sounds really good. So Quaid gets like in the machine, getting ready to go, and one female scientist is asking him questions. She asks Quaid, your sexual orientation? And he says, hetero. And she seems surprised. <laughs> yeah, she's like, oh, kinky. She's like, hmm. <laughs> She's like, I know you're gay. Come on. Maybe she was excited. She was like, I'm going to put myself in his dreams and then I'll fuck him. Maybe. Mm. So then Quaid chooses his woman to be uh, an athletic, sleazy brunette. And we see the woman that we'll soon meet later, but also the woman that was in his dream in the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Uh, So Quaid goes to sleep, but something goes horribly wrong. He starts freaking out, yelling, you blew my cover! And like just he's screaming at the top of his lungs and the camera shots like right in his face. Yes. Like it's all his face going, You blew my cover. They'll be any minute. They'll kill you all. And it's just like <laughs> Arnold just going full ham, like just Just every vein popping out of his forehead. Yes. <laughs> Beautiful. Roy Rage. They sedate him over and over. Like, he's dead. Like he's a fucking like, rhino, yeah. <laughs> Until he falls asleep, uh, the woman scientist tells the salesman that Quaid has already been to Mars, and the salesman says, "You dumb bitch." He's acting. He says it just like that. Just casual. It's so great, you dumb bitch. He's acting out the secret agent implant. She goes, "We haven't implanted him yet." And it's like, oh my god. Bam. So then uh, Quaid wakes up in a Johnny cab, driven by a friendly but creepy robot. And uh, Quaid's co-worker meets him, but pulls a gun on him, and three other men grab him. He's like, what the hell is going on? What the fuck did I do wrong? It's just like another amazing, hilarious uh, quote. Arnold freak out. For our extra nerdy fans, uh, Johnny Cab was played by Robert Picardo, who was from uh, Star Trek Voyager. He played the the hollow doctor. But Mm. even better, he played that sexy shirtless cowboy from inner space that uh uh dennis quaid um oh jesus martin short movie okay have you guys seen that i don't think no. i've seen that no oh, he played a ridiculous character in that it was interesting great. so quaid kills all of them in the most brutal way possible again this movie's are so they could do that i also read that like they had to uh edit some of these like murder scenes down because just to get an r rating yeah <laughs> Well, these are Paul Verhaven movies. That's why they're so fun. It's like even guys getting shot, they're so bloody yeah. and so violent. It's so graphic. It was very it's extra and So over the graphic top. with the blood. Uh, Quaid goes home and tells his wife what happened. Uh, Sharon Stone calls Richter while Quaid washes his hands. And then she tries to shoot him to death, but he grabs her. And she punches him in the balls. She kicks him in the balls. Uh-huh. She cuts him with a knife, but then he holds the gun on her. And uh, she tells him that she's not his wife. It was all implanted as a memory. If I'm not me, who the hell am I? And she tries to seduce him, but he sees men on the security cameras in their 
apartment. Yeah, yeah. but the security cameras are showing the lobby. Right. That was strange. Maybe well, it's the future. You can tap into apartment. every security. It's the camera. future, and sure. maybe it's a dream. So whatever, right. dreams are weird. Uh, Quaid punches his wife, knocks her out. I mean, just like a straight punch to the face. And he uses the Jurassic Park line. Clever girl. Oh, yeah. Clever girl. Ah. And then, nice knowing you. And then Richter and his men check on Sharon Stone, and then he makes out with her. Richter makes out with Sharon Stone. It's his girl. Uh, Then Quaid runs into that security x-ray thing, but they spot his gun, so he jumps through it. And Richter and his men chase after him. Uh, they shoot at Quaid, but they shoot the guy in front of him. Oh, my God. This so then so Quaid <laughs> uses him as a human shield. Uh, and repeatedly. He, sees, he says them behind him. Then he turns the guy. And turns him around and uses him again. Yeah. And that was apparently another scene where they had to edit that down to get the R rating. Yeah, because Arnold just kept on picking up people. <laughs> just random people. That poor asshole just got shot like... Yeah. 30 times. Not only that, that poor asshole had to get manhandled by Arnold Schwarzenegger. Rawr. Well, I was like a dummy, I'm sure. You think so? Yeah. yeah. I mean, he just had one hand and he's like just. I believe he's like strong. Up in the air. And then the worst part was after all of that was over, he just. He threw, throws the guy. He, he, he throws <laughs> the guy down the fucking escalator. And then they even have a specific shot of them stepping on the guy's yeah, yeah. corpse, like running over him. <laughs> Blood squishing Like out. that poor asshole. Yeah, what's yeah. the body count in this movie? Oh, uh, that's a good question. I'm looking it's gotta be up. in the hundreds. It's gotta be. Uh, yeah, so Quaid jumps in the subway to get away. Uh, he gets a phone call from some guy who tells him to wrap a towel over his head. Um... So they can't. Uh, that's so they can't track him, right? Or it hurt, it, it delays it's a them. Dampen it. Yeah, it blurs it. Blurs so they it. Can't right. Pinpoint him. The guy leaves a suitcase outside for him, but some old lady grabs it and they fight over it. He's like, "No, this is mine." She's like, "I don't see your name on it. I'm taking this. I'm taking this, dumb bitch. Fuck you, you asshole." <laughs> <laughs> it's just so random, like. It's not necessary that there's an old lady that he's fighting, but it's just hilarious. It's and, funny. And then when he turns around and bows to her, yeah. like, <laughs> so yeah, that was way out of the way out of the character. Yeah, uh, Richter's men find him, and Quaid gets in a Johnny cab, uh, but the cab is asking too many questions. He's like, "Come on, just go, just go." And he's like, "Oh, where would you like to go?" And he he sees them coming. He's like, "Shit." Shit! I'm sorry. I'm not familiar with that term. So then he just is like, ah, and he rips the robot off and drives the cab himself. Johnny cabs. I mean, that's part of the future. That's coming soon. I mean, people already have Teslas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he arrives at a secure location, and the Johnny cab's like, oh, that'll be 50 credits. And then uh, Quaid says, sue me. And then Johnny cab goes, what? Just for then, no reason. If you rip off Johnny cab... Johnny Cab will try to run you over. But Quaid moves, jumps out of the way, and the, cra- and the cab crashes, and it's set on fire, and yeah, it's, it's fucking hilarious. It's just, like, this movie, it's the little things like that. that yes. was, there was no point to any of that, but it, no. it was so fun. It's just so random fun. mayhem. Yeah. <laughs> Quaid opens the suitcase and gets a video message from himself. Oh. Howdy, howdy partner. <laughs> uh, you are not you. You're me. No shit. <laughs> and then uh, this guy, his other version of himself is Hauser. Hauser tells Quaid that he used to do Cohagen's dirty work, and Cohagen's the guy that is running Mars like a dictator. Uh, but then he met a woman who met him, realized that uh, he was playing for the wrong team. Mm. Oh, oh, he hooker. was gay. 
He met a hooker. <laughs> oh, sorry, wrong. Okay, my bad. <laughs> he made a hooker that made him that let him realize he's playing for the wrong team. That's right. Left that part out. Hauser has Quaid uh, shove a device up his nose to pull out the tracker, and then he tells him, "Get your ass to Mars." Another amazing quote. That's a good line. In fact, I think if you still, I think let the me website. see if they still have it. <clears throat> yeah, does it still exist? Get your ass to Mars.com. I think it's still, yes, there. It's still there. <laughs> if you type get your ass to Mars.com, uh, it's just a photo of Arnold Go and this is from like Jingle All the Way. It's not even from Total Recall. I, I, like, I think it's from Kindergarten Cop. Oh, kindergarten you're right. It is from Kindergarten Cop. Yeah. And it just says get your ass to Mars.com. And that's it. Feel like that. Oh, like, you look, you could play. And I think it Oh no, now it's just some stupid music. It used to say "Get your ass to Mars" over and over. Yeah, it did. That's now weird. it's just some dumb music. I feel like that might be uh, Elon Musk's ringtone. Maybe they got hit with some kind of cease and desist or something. I, I, I mean. can't imagine. <laughs> <laughs> so Quaid smashes the computer and uh, puts the he sh he gets the thing out of his nose. He puts the tracker on a rat, and then Richter and his guys show up. They have the tracker, and they're like, "There!" And it's like, "What is he?" Uh, is he laying on the ground and then they just right. shoot the He's ground? He's rolling around right. on the ground. <laughs> there! Bang, 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 bang. Shoot the there, wall there! Bang, bang. <laughs> and then Richter realizes it's a rat and shoots the rat. And like a human amount of blood splats on the computer with Hauser repeatedly saying, Get your ass to Mars. Get your ass to Mars. Get your ass to Mars. And by the way, the scene of him like pulling that tracker out of his ah, nose where yeah. it's it like too much. this this crazy dummy shot. That was right. It, it almost works better for this movie that some of the sh like those types of shots look so oh, yeah. fake and ridiculous. Right. And, like that almost makes it better. Uh, it it does, for yeah. sure. Because the movie is so ridiculous. Yes. And it's not pretending not to be. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's the thing. Like some people watch this and they're like, this was fucking stupid. It's like, yeah, but it's supposed to be stupid. It knows what it is. Right. Yeah. Uh, then we see a large woman arriving on Mars. Uh, Richter and his men walk by, and the immigration agent asks the woman, uh, how long are you staying on Mars? And she says, two weeks. Two weeks. Which also, two weeks is what Recall uh, said was, like, how long the oh, fake vacation right. would be. Right. Very nice. So then he's like, oh, did you bring any fruits and vegetables? And she says, two weeks. And he's like, what the fuck? What? What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> and then she grabs her face and mouth and she starts freaking out. <laughs> Two weeks. <laughs> going crazy. And then Richter sees this and he goes, Quaid. Quaid. <laughs> he just sees some random woman freaking out. Quaid. She's not having a seizure. That's, That's Quaid. Quaid. Yeah. Uh, Quaid takes off the fake woman head and tosses it to some of the cops and then... Get ready for a surprise. Boom. So the only two words that that <laughs> mask knew were yes. those. To yeah. me, to me, that's the best non-Arnold line of the movie. Oh, my God. Get yes. ready for a surprise. Absolutely. I love that. I mean, again, just weird for the sake of being weird. I use that line in real life sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> so good. I'm going to disguise myself as a giant woman. <laughs> Aaron comes home. Get ready for a surprise. <laughs> and also, like, we have no idea... How he got that, right? Was that in the suitcase or something? Maybe. That's the only thing that I could I guess think we're of. supposed to believe it was in the suitcase. Right. But, like, <laughs> this giant head? I don't know. Well, they left him money. Maybe he just went and bought that. He somewhere. bought it, yeah. yeah. Uh, so they shoot at Quaid, but it breaks the glass. 
and many of them go flying out into the fucking on the surface of Mars. So the only thing protecting so Mars <laughs> is your bedroom window, a yeah. thin piece of glass. Yeah, the only thing other. between them and death. And they're like, shut it down. And it's like, maybe you should keep it shut down. Yeah, <laughs> never open it. And then like Richter's like, open it back up, and he's like, the one guy's like, they're all connected. So it's like, if they're all connected, you can never open this back up. Yeah. So then you all just go flying out again. <laughs> uh, so Quaid gets away. He goes to the hotel. That ah, he... so more theories that it's a dream. Sure. Ah. Uh, goes to the hotel that he told himself to go to. He sees a flyer. Uh, there's a flyer in his safe deposit box for a brothel called The Last Resort. And it says, for a good time, ask for Melina. And then he wants to make sure it's his handwriting. So he writes Melina realizes that it is that seems like a terrible name for a strip club just to be honest the last, last resort but it's hilarious <laughs> it's, it's hilarious it's hilarious <laughs> it seems like that's a bad branding <laughs> uh quaid gets a ride from a taxi driver who's got five kids to feed uh then quaid goes to the last resort and he's propositioned by a woman with three boobs one of the most memorable thing memorable things about this movie is the chick with three tits that's what everybody Very remembers true. Even when it's, they remade this movie with Colin Farrell, uh, they they put another woman with three boobs in the movie. It's such a Paul Verhaven thing to do. Yeah. And, like, I also read that the woman that played that part, like, hated it. And she said, like, she felt humiliated by having to do this. And Well, she shouldn't like, have done it. Then don't do it. Yeah. yeah. They would have hired somebody else. And it's not, your even, it's not even your real boobs. I mean, the alternative is you wouldn't have been remembered at all. That's so, right. Exactly. I mean, yeah. Uh, so Quaid meets Melina and she grabs his dick and she asks, what have you been feeding this thing? Blondes. That's, oh, that's a good line. That's, good. that's a good line. That is a good line. And then a man with a vagina on his head oh, Lord. grabs Quaid and says, you got a lot of nerve showing your face around here. And, and he goes, look who's talking. And who is vagina face? And it's his voice is so recognizable. Oh, yes. Yeah. It's Hank Schrader Fucking from yeah. Breaking Bad. That's Little right. did we know, in the past, he would have been murdered by Walter White. He, okay. Yeah. He plays pussy face. Very interesting. In this movie. <laughs> pussy face. Yeah. Hank Schrader. Yeah. Quaid tells Melina he doesn't remember anything and he doesn't even remember her and she's pissed because she didn't know that he has a wife and she tells him to leave. You're a hooker! She's a whore! Yeah. But she's a classic. You fucked pussy face! I don't probably. know if that was... A, I don't know if that was... A, uh, probably. That's did. how he got pussy face. Confirmed. Uh, oh. <laughs> you are what you Jesus. eat, apparently. That's an STD Whoa. on Mars. <laughs> <Yeah>. Jesus. <laughs> Uh, that's what no oxygen oh, you guys does didn't, to you? you guys didn't know that yeah a little Ooh. oxygen you jesus uh then we see the cab driver grabbing the woman with three boobs and he goes oh baby you make me wish i had three hands oh Benny. which that's another great like arnoldless quote from the movie as it well is, yeah it is maybe wish i had three hands uh then quaid goes to his hotel but he gets a knock on his door who are you and it's the man from the uh, recall commercials and he tells Quaid that Quaid is actually in an implant chair. He suffered a schizoid embolism, and he's having a paranoid episode. Right. And then he even brings in Quaid's wife, Sharon Stone. She walks in begging him to believe the guy, come home. The recall man tells Quaid to swallow this red pill, and he'll wake up. Sound familiar, Matrix? Mm. A little Matrix-y, oh. for sure. No, but this, this was, like, great. Like, you know, throughout this movie, you don't know if it's real or not. And this guy's acting was really good. And you're like, 
Maybe you're back to leaning. Maybe it's not real. And it's just, I guarantee it's you so that's fun. where the Wachowski uh, brothers or sisters got the idea for the pills. Maybe in Matrix, you know, swallow this red pill and you'll wake up. Right. By the way, quick, quick little trivia thing. So the prostitute that he just met. Yeah. Do you remember the other role that you probably most remember her from? No. Um, was she in another Arnold movie? No. Well, she, she may have been, but it's not the one I'm thinking of. Uh, I don't know. She was one of the guards on the plane in Con Air. Oh, oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> wow! Yeah. Holy shit, you just blew my fucking mind. Yeah. Wow. She was the one that Danny Trejo tried to fuck, right? Yes. Uh-huh. Wow. That's right. Wow. Interesting. Should we do Con Air next? Didn't we do Con Air? I don't, I don't know, so. did we? We did Face Off. Yeah, I don't think we've done Maybe that. we didn't do Con Air. Yeah, we got to do Con Air have, one of these days. I have to look and see if we did that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he's like, take the pill. And then Quaid says, if this is all a dream, I can pull the trigger and kill you. And then the guy says, if Quaid kills him, the walls of reality will come crashing down. <clears throat> um, he says, Quaid will believe himself to be the savior of the resistance only to discover that he is, in fact, Cohagen's bosom buddy. And he says that he will have visions of an alien civilization. Uh, and then he points out that uh, um, he will end up, you know, being lobotomized after all of this. Damn, right? he was also telling the truth. He was also the, telling the truth about everything. Wow, yeah. Right, interesting. He goes, take the pill, put it in your mouth, swallow it. Swallow, swallow, swallow the poison. He was like Vince McMahon. He really, he really was. Swallow the poison. You should put that on a soundboard for use in personal life. Swallow it. Woof. Uh, hey, baby, swallow it. Yeah. And then Quay was about to swallow the pill, but he sees the man sweating, uh, so he shoots him in the head and then spits out the pill. Which I was never quite sure why he was convinced that. The man sweating means he was nervous. I guess. I, I, yeah. No, but but why that meant like oh he's not like he's real. That's a person like because of the sweat drop, he's real and not like. I'm with Andrew. I thought he, it was he, he wasn't inserted into my dream. Like w one, why would he be nervous? I, I right yeah exactly that's right that's that's the thing, but I thought that's what convinced Quay to do it was oh he's nervous right. The thing, the, the thing about this scene that made me laugh so much was you had two of the bad guys that were just drinking. What, what were they no, drinking? No, not yet at all. No, no, oh, okay, no, no, okay, no, no, okay, no fast okay. forward yet. Okay, okay. So Richter's men bust in. They beat him up. Sharon Stone kicks him in the balls again. And yeah, then sh like Sharon Stone is leading these guys. And then they beat him up. Then Sharon Stone calls Richter, who's at the bar enjoying daiquiris. daiquiris. But you look at it again. He's, it's like he's drinking a strawberry daiquiri. That's fucking hilarious. So that's some balls so just, right there. So before we move on, just one, one more quick last thing on that whole him shooting the guy in the pill thing. Yeah. So seeing the sweat drop convinced him, oh, he's lying. He's not really in my brain and I'm not really dreaming. He's real. I need to shoot him. Well, everyone else around him is sweating and bleeding. So Yeah. But again, I think it was more about the guy was nervous. So he was lying to me. Mm. I think it was more about that. Okay. Same you know? piece. Yeah. Uh, so then Melina shows up with a machine gun to save Quaid, and she has a fight with Sharon Stone, uh, but Sharon beats her, and she was about to slit her throat, but Quaid shoots the knife out of her hand, and mm -hmm. 
uh, Sharon Stone, or I think Lori is her name in the movie, but she goes, honey, be reasonable. After all, we're married. And she pulls out a gun, but Quaid shoots her in the head and says, consider that the divorce. Damn. That's a good line. Great burn That's line. That's a good line. Yeah. Uh, then Richter finds Sharon Stone dead, and he's pissed. Uh, Quaid and Melina. <laughs> I, I just want to say the most unrealistic part of this movie, the yeah. most unrealistic part is that Michael Ironside was <laughs> fucking Sharon Stone. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> that's that's what Andrew was saying at that first well, scene when yeah, he showed was, up. He's like, "What a downgrade!" There there was a scene where like Richter's number one guy. He was like, uh, he was like, "You think she enjoyed it?" And he was like, "Well, of course," or something. Like, yeah, yeah, he's like, "Oh yeah, I'm sure she hated every minute of yeah, it." Yeah, right. He's like, "Uh huh." Yeah. He's like, "God damn it!" It's like, "Well, of course, yeah." But again, if it's all a dream, then it is all a dream. That's why that was a, able to happen. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay, I'm back in dreamland. Uh, so Quaid and Melina get in the, the taxi cab with the driver who's got five kids to feed. <laughs> and after a car chase, Quaid, Melina, and the cab driver run into the last resort. But Pussyface, Hank Schrader, opens a door from a wall and they go inside to hide. And then Richter walks in and he shoots the woman with three boobs dead. Oh, R.I.P. Really cementing Aww. how evil he is. And then he just yells, kill them all! Yeah. And they all fight. And the midget... Uh, hooker stabs Richter's number one guy in the chest. It's funny because when you see her charging at him, it looks like she stabbed him in the dick. Because then he goes, there's a close-up of his face. He's like, what? <laughs> yeah. But then the next shot, the knife is through his chest. Right. It's like, damn it. I yeah, just it, wished. Why it, was it, it at the dick? I thought that too. It, so it, looks, it looks like he was getting stabbed in the dick. Do you, um, do you know what the, what the character's name was? The The girl? No. Thumbelina. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> sure. That's amazing. Sure. Uh, so then uh, Thumbelina grabs a machine gun, and that's a great shot of her just... <laughs> little person with a machine gun. <laughs> it's so good. Fantastic. So you can just do this on Mars. You can just walk into a bar and say, let's just kill everyone. Yeah. And that just happens. Well, they're the, he's the dictator. Why, why does yeah, anybody... The Cohagen's like forces. Hitler. Why yeah. does anybody go to Mars? Because it looks like there's people there that are, you know, well off. They're not just, it's not like a giant slum or anything. Yeah. There's well off people there. Why would they be there? Because well, well, Elon, the yeah. Elon Musk promised people that this was going to be different. It was going to be paradise. Right. You know? Fucking Elon. Yeah. This is, this is what's going to happen. You told us it'd be better, Elon. Come on. Yeah. Uh, Richter and his men leave, and Cohagen stops the airflow going into Freaktown. And he won't turn it back on unless they give him Quaid. And again, all these people that are freaks are freaks because of Cohagen. Right. Yeah. Something about like the radiation. Yeah. And like area. the lack of oxygen too. No, no. They said they built like cheap domes so right. it couldn't stop the radiation or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, so Quaid meets with the rebels and the cab driver shows him that he's a freak like them because he has a mutated arm. And then Quaid meets the leader of the rebels, Quado who is a mutant that lives in another man's stomach. <laughs> and that's how you describe Quado. He's disgusting. So, And the guy's like, hold on, let me take him out. Uncomfortable. And he turns around and he's just like, oh, oh, <laughs> yes. oh, oh, oh. Yes. Yeah. Aaron, please describe how he gets Quado to come out. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, I just... When we were watching this, like I turned my back to the guy's nose. I like make like a jerk off motion, like, hold on, Quado's coming. <laughs> <laughs> ah, oh, 
Oh, Quato's here. Does Quato have a dick somewhere in there? I think that's I the guy's not. dick. Like every time Quato comes, he comes into that guy's stomach. Oh. Ah, I'm going to go take a Quato. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Open your <laughs> mind. <laughs> All right, so. Open some other shit, too. Real quick, there was an SNL skit like 15 years ago. You know, Andy Samberg was on SNL, but he was rarely in skits. He was always doing like a Lonely Island video. Right. But they let him do this one skit and you can't find it anywhere on the internet. Like they literally erased it from history, the history of SNL, because clearly Lauren Michaels or someone hated it so much. That's funny. But it, I, and I wish I could show it to someone, but it's, you can't find it anywhere. Makes me want to see it more. So there's this scene where <laughs> I forget who who's all in it. Obviously, Andy Samberg is, but um, there's like this party and this woman's talking to this guy and he seems really nice. And then he goes and walks away and she's like, wow, Jeff is a really great guy and he's single. Like, what's his deal? Uh-huh. And they're like, well, he has a quado. <laughs> and she's like, what? She's like, yeah, he has a quado. Like, what's that? And they're like, well, it's just, you know, guy that lives in his stomach. And then she goes, and then, and then Quato comes out, and it's Andy Samberg, like, as Quato. Oh, my God. And he's like, hey, everyone. And he doesn't talk like Quato, but he just, and he, and he keeps saying, he says, like, mm, how many uh, how many quades does a Quato have to blow around here to get a smint? Hold on, stop. Yeah. I've seen this. Yeah. I, when I probably first, showed you 15 when, years when ago. When you first started talking about it, I didn't, but I remember now. I did see that once. How many quades does a quadro have to blow around here to get a smint? Oh, my God. Yeah. I forgot about that. I mean, I haven't seen this in like 10 plus years because it's just, it's been erased from existence. We've wow. got to find that now. Dude, I've tried. I mean, please, someone, if someone could find it. I don't even remember who hosted SNL on that, like for that episode. It's out there somewhere. That's got to be like a bit torrent situation. It, yeah, probably. It's out there somewhere. Hmm. We got to find that episode of SNL. God damn. Let's use Josh's computer so we can go. There you go. Navigating in all the virus sites. Yeah. I already looked up a lot of weird stuff today. So um, Quato shows Quaid a vision of the core of Mars, which is, you know, it's made of ice, which of course it's not. Um, but it is in this movie. <laughs> and then Richter's men bust in shooting, so they run. Uh, but then the cab driver shoots down the man who has the quado, oh, and they're Eddie. like, "What happened? You know, you're you're a mutant. Why would you do this?" And he goes, "I've got four kids to feed." And then Quaid says, "What happened to number five? He's like, "Oh shit, you got me. I don't even have any kids. How could you, Benny?" So even worse, he did it for the money, and he doesn't yeah. even have kids. What He's a asshole. sellout, a mutant sellout. And then Quado tells Quaid, "Start the reactor." Free Mars. Richter shoots Quato in the head. It's wow. disgusting. I'm just glad Quato's gone. It, it was, was oh my god, the the open your mind scene was just yes. It's a bit much. The 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 close up of Quato of it's Krang whatever. Quato. It was way too much. There's no there's no Krang. He is very Crane like. Okay. Okay. Uh, so then Cohagen tells Quaid about him and how he and Hauser created Quaid to get closer to Quado since the mutants can always read their minds. It was all part of the plan. And then Cohagen shows Quaid another message from Hauser who confirms all of this. And then you even see Hauser standing side by side with Cohagen and they laugh and all that. You son of a bitch. They put Quaid and Melina in the implant machines and Cohagen tells Quaid, you like Melina, right? Well, you get to fuck her every night. 
Okay. And she'll I'm be in. obedient. Uh, oh, okay. Double in. You're going to be a good girl. You know, whatever. And then uh, someone tells Cohagen that the people in uh, Freakville are going to die without oxygen. But Cohagen says, fuck them. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, uh, Quaid says, come on, Cohagen. You got to do what you want. Give these people air. But of course he won't do it. He will not. And then Richter punches Quaid since he won't remember it. And then Cohagen tells one of the doctors, he's like, hey, remind Hauser of the party later. And then Richter <laughs> says, see you at the party. Ooh, foreshadowing. And he will. Uh, they start the implant process, but, you know, it's Arnold Schwarzenegger. He powers out of it, br- brutally murders the scientist, one of stabs the, him in the neck with the thing, and then another guy, like, threw his head. That's one of the more memorable kills for me of the movie, like stabbing the guy in yes. the neck with that thing. Oh, absolutely. Very. Uh, then Graphic. Cohagen, he reluctantly tells Richter to kill Quaid. He's not happy about it because it's his best friend. But Richter's like, finally, I hate this fucking guy. He fucked my wife for so long. Yeah. And then Cohagen knocks over his uh, fish tank and oh. his fish suffocate to death, which will be his fate as well. Oh, foreshadowing. Oh, oh yeah. shit. So much foreshadowing in this movie. This movie's uh, a lot more clever than people give it credit for. It really you know? is. Uh, Quaid and Molina are attacked by the cab driver and one of those big drillers. And uh, Quaid gets a drill of his own and yells, Screw you! As he screws <laughs> the guy to death. That's a Fuck great you, Arnold Benny. line. Great Arnold line. I mean, that's like that's like running man type it's, level. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. What happened to Buzzsaw? He had to split. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, then Richter's men show up and they shoot Quaid and he falls. But then he stands up and laughs and he starts glitching out. And uh, Quaid walks up and shoots a bunch of them. He's got a hologram! Oh, shit! And then he walks up again and goes, Ha, ha, ha! You think this is the real Quaid? It is. <laughs> those, those kind of scenes are so satisfying when they get I a know. gadget earlier in the movie yeah. and then like 45 minutes later you mm-hmm. finally see him use it. It's the payoff. payoff. It's really good. Yeah. But if you're a bad guy, still shoot the hologram. Exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> I they, mean, they, come on. <laughs> right, because at that point it was three guys and they were all facing uh, Arnold so they wouldn't shoot each other. Right. Yeah. Just like one round. So it's just check. dumb bad guys, but you know, yeah. I've got to check. Nope. Then all Melina right. used the hologram and Richter's men shoot each other. Yeah. A little, um, bit of, a little bit of womp womp there, but no, it's not fun. Then Quaid and Richter have a fist fight on an elevator. And, uh, I mean, this has got to be the most memorable death oh, in the movie. For, for sure. sure. Like, Richter's hanging off the elevator, and he tries to take Quaid with him. But then Quaid overpowers him, and he gets his arms ripped off and falls to his death. And then Quaid throws the arms. Throws the arms. See you at the party, Richter! So, oh my god. It's the little things in this movie, throwing the arms behind him. Yeah. Uh, then Quaid gets to the reactor, but Cohagen is there uh, telling him that uh, by activating the reactor, it'll melt all of Mars. They'll all die. And then he's like, you think I believe that? And he's like, I don't give a fuck what you believe. In 30 seconds, you'll be dead. I'll blow this place up and be home back in time for cornflakes. I cannot believe that's what they were going to have at the party. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cornflakes. Cornflakes. Wow. What kind of party is that? What a line, though. Yeah. Uh, Melina shows up. She shoots Cohagen. It's funny because the way she does it, she's on that, like, uh, what do you call it? The lift? The elevator That lift. lift. Yeah. And, like, doesn't Arnold do that in Terminator 2? Or was it, um, or no, was it uh, Sarah Connor? 
Doesn't uh, like one, one of them comes up on a lift and shoots a guy as they. Oh yeah, yeah. He has um. Well, well, he's on like a conveyor belt thing. It was, where, it was, where, ter- it was Arnold, right? It was, it, yeah, it was Arnold on Terminator Two. He like goes that. up a conveyor belt and yeah. shoots a grenade launcher, I think. Oh, right, yeah. And this is before T Two. It is. It was like, oh, it's like a similar shot. Huh. He remembered a lot of things. Uh, so Molina shoots Cohagen. Cohagen presses the button, but Quaid throws the bomb in some tunnel. It blows, but they start getting sucked in. But they're all hanging on. And then Cohagen's like, "Don't do it. We'll all die." But Quaid just grabs Cohagen's hand and he falls. And then Cohagen suffocates to death on the surface. That was a pretty is... good Cohagen, actually. He sounded just he sounds just like that when he yeah. yells. Well I'll die! <laughs> can you do a quato too? Please. Open or... your mind. Oh no, I guess. Please you can. don't. Quaid. Quaid. Oh, it's too much in my ears. Come in me, Quaid. Oh, okay. okay. So yeah, Cohagen suffocates to death, his eyeballs pop out. Uh... Uh, Quaid activates the reactor, and then Quaid and Melina fall to the surface, and they start suffocating to death. But the air shoots out, and everyone's saved. You can now breathe freely on Mars. Mm. It no longer costs money. And That's then Quaid good thing. tells Melina, I just had a terrible thought. What if this is a dream? And she says, then kiss me before you wake up. Oh, and they kiss, dang. and we fade to white, and he's lobotomized. Ooh, that's right. <laughs> oh, and here we. It was a dream. Go. Yeah. So, all right. Let's talk about it. Interesting. Was it? Was it a dream? Well, let's let's start with Josh. What do you think? Because this is what I'm most interested to okay. hear. Is yeah. Josh's theory? I waffled back and forth, but I didn't think about that about the white screen right afterwards. Yeah. I'm gonna go a little bottomized. It was all a dream. Okay. For years, I thought. The movie was real. Everything was real. And the more I've thought about it over time, it's like it's too perfect for it not to be a dream. Right. It's I I think dream. So there's now that's not to say there aren't some moments where it's like, well, if it is a dream, that part doesn't line up. Right. But mostly. Uh, so one of my friends, Steven, we would always have this like argument. He would always say it was real and I would always say it was a dream. Mm-hmm. So then one day I bought the DVD and we watched the DVD commentary with the director and with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, okay. And it was funny because Arnold barely said anything the entire commentary. Like the director <laughs> would explain everything and Arnold would go, yeah, exactly. That's yeah. Funny. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but in the DVD commentary, the director confirms it was all a dream. Uh, yeah. in I fact, uh, I think I've heard that, uh, in the, in the exact moment, like once he goes to sleep, like when you're watching it, the director goes, no, this is the dream. Because <laughs> <It's just, laughs> the director has an accent as well. Um, interesting. Wow. But yeah. again, like I said, I'm more on the side of it's a dream, but that doesn't explain why was the guy sweating? Why was he nervous about it? Right. That, you know, there are parts that don't line up. I think it's one of those things that can be whatever you want it to be. There's It sure can, right? right. It absolutely can. And I think that's also part of the point was to leave people wondering. But, like, Christopher Nolan is never going to come out and say what the end of Inception is. I still haven't seen it. Well, because he's never going to do that. Well, because he's not Paul Verhaven. Yeah. Christopher Nolan. Paul Verhaven is like, this is the dream. (laughs) (laughs) Dream starts now. Paul Verhaven's not trying to win Oscars here, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he gets too hot. Well, he needs his But the DVD commentary is great because 
he's so proud of this movie. Well, like, yeah. When you, when, sure, I mean, like, he, yeah. All right. So I looked it up. Kill count. So there were 109 total deaths okay. in the movie. Right. That makes sense. Uh, so uh, they got uh, seven people murdered, all the people. Uh, so Douglas Quaid, of course, had the highest kill count. Like 48. Oh, I was at 50. 48. So close. Nice. Damn. Uh, Cohagen, 33. Richter. Cohagen? Yeah. Who did he shoot? I guess all the... I don't know. That's who, did what he, it says. who did Cohagen kill? I don't remember Cohagen killing anybody. Yeah. That's Cohagen number He killed two. fish. He did oh, have is it the fish? fish. Were there 20 fish? No. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have Richter listed with 29. Benny with 26. Lori Quaid killed 25. Melina killed 24. Benny killed 26 people? 26. That doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense. No. Because he, he, he would have he to... He killed... Have, he well, but, no one. Well, that's only if they give him credit because he was in the room when that like big execution squad was murdering the whole bar. Plus, this, this, is, this is not accurate. That doesn't know. sound accurate. This doesn't make any fine. sense. And then also, Thumbelina killed four people. That I believe. I would believe. Yeah. <laughs> so I have an interesting trivia fact. Um, this movie was originally planned to have a sequel. It was originally planned to turn Minority Report which was a short story by Philip Dick, who did the short story of Total Recall. Okay. This was, uh, Minority Report was supposed to be Total Recall 2, The Minority Report. The sequel would have taken place after the events of this film, and it was revealed that the events of the first film hadn't been a dream, like, they haven't been a dream. Okay. Mm -hmm. Quaid, who was going to be played by Arnold again, was now working for an elite law enforcement agency in which mutants from Mars use their psychic abilities to predict crimes before they are happening. Oh. The sequel stuck in development hell for five years until it was abandoned. It was later decided to turn the story into a standalone film, hmm. resulting in Minority Report. Okay. Very interesting. So it's pretty close to that, except for people from Mars. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. I've, I've, there's a lot of trivia with this one. I have a couple okay. other ones, too, unless you have no, go ahead. some more. So um, when uh, Ronald Shusett and Daniel Bannon first started working on the screenplay in the 70s, they realized it was too expensive. It just wasn't going to work back then. Uh So they delayed it, and they instead worked on an idea that they had about a space monster terrorizing a spaceship crew Uh that turned into Alien. Wow. Wow, they started working on this movie in the 70s? They did. Wow. And there's another one. Originally... So Paul Verhaven, before he made this movie, he made RoboCop. Originally, Arnold was going to play RoboCop, but they had problems (laughs) with the costume because he's a gigantic monster. Fitting him over his body. So so they dropped the idea. But after Schwarzenegger saw RoboCop, he wanted to work with Verhaven. Mm. And then that's how they led to this. Also, I haven't done RoboCop. RoboCop, a good one. Yeah, that's cool. That's right. Anything else? That's all I got. What would you rate this movie? Oh, the rewatchable factor is always I mean, good. I mean, at seriously, eight and a half, nine, probably, probably leaning closer to nine. It's like a ten for me, man. I, you know, I was gonna for, get- for an Arnold, for an Arnold movie. I mean, you know what I mean. Like, it's not Terminator Two. I get it, but right. like, all right, nine. Yeah, I gotta leave room half. for Terminator <laughs> One. I really considered a ten because it's like, what's the flaw? In this movie, like what what could be improved in this movie? It's so entertaining. I'll I'll give it a nine and a half just because 
you know, tens are very rare, but yeah. it's it's nine and a half, maybe a ten. All right, yeah. I'll go nine. Uh, all right, we got fan questions. Uh, Omar, uh, Five Nights at Freddy's is a piece of shit movie. How did it make so much money? It's literally the most boring dog shit movie. Go fuck yourself. Hmm. P.S. Bring back top five lists. Oh, that was uh, Josh and I used to do that. Yeah. Uh, One Punch Man. This is what a great are, film. What? what are top five lists? Josh and I used to do like a top five list of every anything. week on the podcast. Like top five favorite actors. Top five Arnold movies. Oh, that sounds fun. We used to do that. Uh, One Punch Man, this is a great film. I watched it so much as a kid. Where does this uh, rank for you in terms of Schwarzenegger movies? (sighs) Top five? (laughs) Well, I think I'm sure it's in the top five. I think it's easy to make a top five. First two Terminators. Right. This. Um, Predator. and And True Lies. I mean, this is probably four or five. I really love Commando. Command, yeah, it's it's underrated. It's very very good. True Lies. True Lies is up there, and I think yeah, Total Recall. That's the top five. It's uh, Running Man though. Running Man. I mean, it's good. so hard. You got to make a top ten. Really. Running Man is really good too. There's there's like eight or nine. I would have really, to decide really like ones. Running Man or Commando. One of those. Right. Would have to, you know what I mean, to make my top five. I think this is five for me, but like, you know, it's a a tight five. Yeah. Uh, Amir, what the fuck did they do wrong? One of the best Arnold lines of all time. I agree. Yeah. Dylan, what's, uh, Andrew, what's your favorite Arnold Arnold line from any of his movies to impersonate? It might be that. Not get (laughs) to the chopper. What the fuck did I do wrong? Oh, get to the chopper. That's the first one. Come on. Who are you? Yeah. Yeah. What about you? What about you guys? I get to the chopper. Yeah, it's too iconic. By by the way, this has been my life for the last 15 years being friends with Andrews. I just get Arnold quotes all the time. Arnold was like my first impression. Like, really. Like, I would do it in middle school, high school. That was before Stone Cold? I think before Stone Cold. Wow. Well, I had to get older. I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, that's true. Hmm. Tim, can we have a Thanksgiving movie review? I know it's a bad movie, but it's so funny. Bad. I'm all for that. You have no idea. We've we know all about Thanksgiving. I love Thanksgiving. Have you only seen it once? I think so. Yeah, I think just the one time. Maybe we should do Thanksgiving for Thanksgiving week. Oh my god, I would love that. I mean, I've been honestly, I have been thinking about it. <laughs> I think but it like, it's really not a. I, I don't. I just don't know. It seems like the the weird like cult horror movies don't do as well. Well, it's just I mean, most people don't have no idea what the fuck that is. Right. But if I can convince our fans to watch it, like just just watch it and then you guys like it, we'll do it. I don't know, we'll see. Rizzler, there was uh, more double crossings in this movie than Big Show's career. That's what I'm telling about so many. Good yeah. one. PCJ, I remember being 10 years old, renting this on VHS in 1990 and being very confused by the chick with three tits. So was I. (laughs) Also in 91, uh, I wasted a weekend renting the shitty Nintendo game based on the movie Fuck I'm Old. Dude, I remember. Nintendo game is terrible. I remembered that game and I hated it. Yes. Thank God. Fuck that NES game. I watched Angry Video Game Nerd play it and I was like, wow, this, what a piece of shit. I was so mad at that game. Uh, back then, they would just they would just make a video game, yes, and then slap the movie title on it, and mm-hmm. it had nothing to do with the movie, like nothing. There was a Back to the Future game where all you do 
is it was like Paperboy, but with a skateboard. <laughs> and it's like, that's not what, that's not the movie. Yeah. Marty McFly, you know, he skateboards everywhere. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, he says, uh, what would be your picks if you uh, could buy an adventure vacation at Recall? Like Mars or Jupiter, Mars or Saturn? I think I'd pick Saturn. Well, you don't even know. Well, it's, <laughs> I, I think the point, Josh, is you can pick anything. Anything. I mean, how do you not pick this? I mean, <laughs> like you're an action hero. Sure. You're you get a hot the, chick. You're lobotomized. Well, you're going to get lobotomized either way, Josh. Um, mm. Obviously, I, recall, you know, they're not good at what they do. I'd do time travel. Time travel, yeah. I'd, I'd go back in the past. Travel. I'd go back in the past and like watch awesome sports games and concerts and stuff. Sure. So Millionaire Playboy? That sounds good. Yep. Oh, back to the future, too. Carlos Ramirez, the opening scene and the open your mind, stomach face thing were the stuff of nightmares. Yeah. Push Fire Berry canceled movies. Uh, Nicolas Cage's Superman, Mm. Batgirl, uh, (laughs) 90s Fantastic Four. That's funny. We were just talking about Batgirl. Push Nick Cage Superman. You push Nick Cage Superman. Fire Batgirl because they already fucking fired it anyway. Well, the 90s Fantastic Four, you could actually watch it. Like, it's out there. Is it? Yes. They literally made that shitty movie just yeah. so they could keep the rights. I think I watched it on VHS. Should like, we watch that When movie? I was in no, high it's, school. It's garbage. It's not good. Yeah. No. So, there you go. That's all for fan questions. So, make sure you subscribe on the, to the podcast, wherever you're watching or listening. Uh, follow the show on Twitter, uh, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Hollywood Hog Pod. Become a supporter of the show at Patreon.com. Slash Hollywood Hogwash, watch Loki with us, Invincible, yes. and then Echo, Echo, Echo in January. We got some good shit coming up. And uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next week.